Edition It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jordan. I'm Marcy Jaro. And I'm happy to see you. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I saw your hunky husband washing your car, your summer you, car. I know. It's really like a, a, a true Americana image out front of my apartment. Um, yeah, I have two cars, which is... <laughs> Not of necessarily of my choosing. For our longtime listeners, they remember this. Yes, and it's that you're you take your mom's car. It's a right? mom's car. She gave it to me. Um, but oh, it's yours. She gave it to me to keep. But the thing is, which is amazing, and it's a beautiful convertible, and I'm not complaining. But I live in an apartment. We have street parking, so even for my normal day to day Prius, I don't have. Right. We have a street. We have street parking and street cleaning two days a week. And so it's like already my life is like moving my car all the time. Yes. And I don't ha- we don't have a garage. And so um, it's been this like weird dance for a bunch, bunch of months of like moving mm-hmm. two cars twice a week. Yes. Uh, and so I ended up when I went to New York on a trip, I left it at a friend's house that didn't have street cleaning and pretty much just left it there for like the last month and a half. And it got decimated it like covered in like all of the debris so tim is being very sweet and he uh is cleaning it up because the battery died too yes he was giving me the rundown uh, you know what i'm gonna say this i love your apartment i think it's great i'm calling for a move this fall i i because don't want to believe that there are toxins and they're there i don't want to tip it and we can talk about it offline but i think that it might be happening I just think that this time of year is maybe a little hard to find stuff. I think October is a really primo month. Marcy, I the think the market you, is it's a it's a you know it's it, the market's on our side. Then I think there is something coming my way. I think knock on wood. Are your parents giving you a house? Yes. No, I wish. <laughs> Are you moving to Pasadena? No, 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 no. Um, um, no, an apartment might be available through a friend, and so okay. we're like we're like waiting to see if that is maybe true. Well, I hope there's parking there. Yes. Okay. There would be. Great. And I hope there's no dead, like, mysterious Well, yeah. I mean, there's a series of Persian cats that have passed away. Honestly, like, (laughs) anywhere in L.A., there's going to be mysterious deaths. You can't get, like, really picky about it. This came up last night. Um, I had my Hollyweird show. (gasps) I know. It looks like... Okay. Guys. Okay. Do you know that Crybaby is one of my childhood favorite movies? I didn't know that. No, because it's a weird movie to yeah. have. Yeah. I love Tracy Lords. She ruled. She's my guest was Tracy. I mean, one of my three guests was Tracy Lords from for people who don't know her. She has an amazing story. She she's was a, a really insane. Like it's unbelievable. She was a she was a in like a porn actress. But when she, she was, was under age because of a stolen birth certificate and she basically like changed pornography law because they when they found out that she'd been making porn from like 15 to 17 they went back and like pulled her from every that was yeah. back in the day of like porn stores and they like re-edited videos the big because it was those were she was the most successful porn star at the she time. was a baby She's a baby and it's like and then she became an amazing actress and yes. is in like crazy B movies. And but John also Waters it movies. was like such an interesting way to like start in porn and then just like be like, well, you can't find it now. It's amazing. Her you story can't. is amazing. I was. And if you do find it now, it's against the law. It's against the law. It's a. 
federal like you're that's child pornography i know so don't even look her up i know i it was it was really i watched her oprah interview she has an oprah interview from 2003 she has a new york times best-selling biography like autobiography um which i didn't get to read before the show but i and now you don't have to, so, I don't have to so that's i'm off the hook uh, but she has an oprah interview and it's um, astonishing uh, she's just a fascinating she also woman seems so like smart and fun she's very fun you know what was interesting though and i would it's not to throw anyone under the bus because she was amazing and she did my show for free and is incredible she was more serious than i guessed like yeah. she was wonderful but like oh. also the other guests were um paul rust who's, who's the funniest person one of your nearest and dearest lovely and lovely bud if um, you think he's delightful on love you, you should meet him in real life he that is yeah that is a fraction of like yeah, he's a sweetheart he's lovely and he can get really really silly mm-hmm. and really really zany and then amy nicholson who is also a friend Another who's pal. a film critic and so it was a really fun show but it was the first time I'd had somebody who was just like backstage Tracy was like very very um bubbly and open and like getting just like really jokey and then on stage I think she was used to a different kind of like interview setting and she just seemed to she was like clammed up a lot more it was still fun but it was it was a lot it was a good exercise for me because I um, like it worked my interview muscle a lot more, you know, I yes. was like, okay, which I've had, I mean, not on stage many times, but in many, I've interviewed so many people I mean, and that you, happens so much where you're like someone, you ask them a question and they're like, yes, in July. And I mean, you're like, oh shit, I thought no you were going to shade, but you definitely told me about someone who had a bad girlfriend that was like a pulling teeth to talk to. Don't think of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Yes. There are people I have had interviews that make me want have made me want but to. It's truly. not an actual interview, just like being social. Oh, being I know like, what you're oh, talking I have about. To fucking, why are you making me treat you like a celebrity? Because I can do it. It's like a, it's what I learned how to do and I know how to do it. And so it's like, fine, I can activate it. But it's, you know, the it's a lot more fun when it's like a natural free flowing conversation. But um, it's also a, it's work it's work I think people don't realize I think about it a lot because I'm like oh I have to look interested and talk ask this person follow-up <laughs> questions because I'm a bad like I'm I mean obviously like so many of us are but like it's like me 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 time yeah. and I don't really even have anything interesting to say I just know I can keep talking so I I'm do that you. a lot and then I'm like oh Marcy you better check in with this person I mean that's how ask most them pe- anything about themselves it's really like yeah it's it, it sounds easy but it's a it's thing that difficult. you see most of the time people don't do and it's and it's pretty normal and it's only because my brain is also so attuned to it because it's like literally part of a dance that I my brain thinks of in conversation and it's like yeah, you suddenly are super aware. Like the way in journalism school, the I don't know if this is still how people can think of it, but like if you're interviewing somebody, you're supposed to think of it. Like if I'm interviewing an, uh, a person for an article, if I were to transcribe that article, that interview, and my blocks of text are equal to or bigger than yours, and I'm interviewing you, that's like a fuck up. Yes. Like it, you, I am supposed to be minimal and letting you fill that space. And so it can be really hard if, when someone is just then like, Not- uh-huh. Yes, I like that experience. It was fun, period. And you're like, ah! And for me, then I'll just like fill the space too much. So it was... But I mean, what can you do? What can you do? I just had to be charming and fill the space. Earlier, I was just like, just to further prove my point earlier, um, that Betsy and I were hanging out. Yeah. And it was like, we said, how was your week three times 
to each other. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we don't know how to start. <laughs> do you know when you do that? You're like, oh, yeah. how are you? What's been going on? What's happening? Nothing much. And then I go, what's been going on with you? And I'm like, we already we asked you. Well, and it's like, that's my good buddy. And we can talk for hours, but it was, it was super fun. It was also, yeah, it was just a little bit more of a challenge. And also she was told some really great stories also. And this is a thing I had not really anticipated. She had some weird stalkers and it was at the show. Yeah. And it was like, it was a thing. And it was interesting because her people had been very specific about like where she was parking and stuff. And in this way that I was reading is kind of like, okay, you know, I get it. You know, your reps or whatever. And who cares? But like really, really specific about her not being, not having to like stand in the valet line and things like that. And I was like, I mean, whatever. I'm happy to figure that stuff out. Oh yeah. And then I realized afterwards that, and she kind of brought it up that I was like, Oh no, it's like also a safety thing probably. Yeah. Cause it's like, there was, a, there was significantly more men, single men that were there alone. Ooh. And there was a guy that sat by Tim that was like, he said really creepy. Was he jerking off the whole time? <sighs> Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, what I was on hus- stage. He was like, that's my wife. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> no, it's just like, all of these are such, um, um, such interesting learning curves and I it was great and also it was very funny because um, at the end a couple of times people have come up and listeners to the podcast have come up and these two cute girls came up and they're like hi hi so sorry to bother you at the end of the show that like at the edge of the stage like we're so sorry to bother you we just have to ask you um where are those boots from? <laughs> Fans of my boots. And they are these great boots that I bought in the winter that have like shiny little glittery stars all over Ooh. them. And it's funny because I bought them and forgot about them. And then I saw, I watched two dope queens on my flight back last week. And Jess, Jess Williams is wearing them. She has the exact same ones. And she's clomping all over the stage in the same boots. And I was like, I'm going to wear those on stage. Those I'm going to clomp all over the stage and wear I those. I could be another Jessica wearing these boots oh, in her show. Not that. on HBO. Um, that's me. How's your week? I, I always, <laughs> how's your week? <laughs> I always like uh, lately I've been struggling cause I've been working so much that I'm yeah. like, how is my week? Yeah. That's what happens. I don't know. I sit in a room a lot and look at the ceiling. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything. I was truly racking my brain. I guess I just, uh, am happy to be here. I'm happy <laughs> you're here too. I mean, t- I tell you what, working is like, I'm a real zombie. I mean, isn't it? Well, here's the thing too. I would say the transition, cause I've gotten so many windows of like freelance or part-time to then full-time the transition into full-time is I think like one of the most physically jarring, mm-hmm. craziest feeling things. And it takes me like three months. Cause it's yeah. like, it's just, I'll outside be of getting done in three months yeah and it's not even like getting up early it's just like your brain functions basically and it makes it really a thing that I struggle with a lot is that it also becomes when you then interact with people who like have not worked during the day like or are freelancing or their schedules are really loosey-goosey you like my brain like can't click in very well yeah. you know like I'm like what explain it to me how how does yeah. your week work that's wow like that's it, how I feel it's really weird yeah and it's so funny because it's like every weekend my roommate will be like what are you up to this weekend and I'm like I'm not gonna do anything that's what you're you're that's what you're supposed to do though like yeah, but I, I literally will be like I'm not seeing friends I'm gonna sit on this I did do a lot of yard work I know that's what I have that's great I had some in really, this heat I mean okay so I hired a task rabbit but I <laughs> did but I also did like trim some roses 
my rose bush is back so and like cute. i'm just trying to get it looks like an i'm trying to make sure my house doesn't look like an old hoarder it doesn't it always looks very but clean. i had a lot it's of the weeds opposite. It's i had sparse. so many weeds they were so high they were over mm. my head in the back <laughs> I'm not joking. They were literally over my head. We filled up two trash cans with weeds. Oh, my goodness. I'm really impressed with anyone. I have no green thumb. Dickie friend friend of the podcast uh she is a, like loves to garden on that big deck and is always like out there on a sunday gardening and i'm always in awe of it like, i mean i watered the plants yesterday and today and i'm like oh my god look at me <laughs> give me an hgtv show but i yeah I'm, I'm trying to like get ready for summer although we're almost through it but technically here in la i, I consider it summer my, goes through october my birthday's october 1st so you guys can put that in your calendars. Put um, it right in there. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and it used to be around. And when I first moved to L.A., it would be like that's right when it got chilly. Like it, mm-hmm. my, my birthday was always like a toss up. And now it is for the last four to five years. It's been roasting hot. Yes. Like I've, I've had those Oktoberfest birthdays and they've been like I haven't had one for a minute, but they've all been like hot, hot, she hot, She just hot, hikes hot. those tits up there. I got to. I got Speaking to. Speaking of tits, let's go <gasps> into news. Perfect transition. Joyce Benelli. This is juicy. Is that her name? Joyce yeah, Benelli? Joyce Benelli. She. Okay. So. I didn't know about the split. Did I you? Didn't, I don't think I really know. Knew that Joyce was not fired, but something happened. All unfollowed. They've. Like so all, there's unfollowing too. I didn't realize that. They all unfollowed that. her. <gasps> and she says, quote, I've never been fired. When something personal happens, it's just a personal thing. And I don't think it's anyone's business. But people should know, too, that I wasn't fired. And I love all of them. And I'm proud of them, too. Mm, this so is- she is Joyce Benelli, who longtime makeup artist mm-hmm. for all of the girls is no longer with them. And like, do we think, remember the whole Evelyn fingering thing? Oh, we remember back in the day we said, that's definitely Joyce. Yes. On the Mexico trip, on the Mexico trip trip where, um, or Courtney's birthday, right? Yeah. Courtney's birthday. Chloe was like, and I'll call her. Evelyn was fingering herself. And Kim's like, no, she wasn't. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, it didn't happen. And then, I but I think that was like I and also Mariah, uh, beautiful beloved, beloved Mariah, Mariah Mariah Smith. She was the one who was like Evelyn. Like she reminded me that, that, that we all thought that was Evelyn. I forgot about that. Do we think that she fingered herself out of a job? <laughs> Joyce got fingered. Um, I mean that definitely. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, that's not enough to like cut ties with someone. But crazy erratic behavior. I might will say, be. I I mean, it's I unfollowed Joyce a while ago. I loved it at first, and then I was like, I don't know what this vibe is, but it overwhelms me. Like yes. it's like, and it's not because I think she's like fucked up, but it's like, and she has these two kids, these twin babies, and then another boy, and like, it's like fascinating fascinating but i also just felt like it was this woman being like i'm living the dream like always on a jet and like just rolling around and her tits always out and they're great and her body is nuts but it was definitely like much the same reason i followed steph shep where i was just like it's too much in my feet every day you're you're like overwhelming me it's a little too much content just too much content Mm -hmm. and too much like all caps captions in all caps with like x's between the letters you know like living your dream and i'm like you know what i don't know what what this is but i am 
then my curiosity is peaked because as the article points out, yeah. there's now a slew of them. It says Kardashians, you guys know this, but the Kardashians have severed ties with their most, most of their well-known glam squad in the past year. In April 2017, Kendall, Kylie, and Chloe parted from stylist Monica Rose under mysterious circumstances. And in November 2017, Kim Kardashian fired her longtime assistant and COO of Kardashian West Brands, Steph Shep, after the latter reportedly exposed too much of the mogul's personal life in an interview. Uh, I didn't know that that had ever really been. I'm not. I don't know that that's confirmed. I'm not positive about that. Yeah. I I think that we didn't ever get an answer on Steph. Also, this reminds me. I know what I did this weekend. I looked up a YouTube clip of this woman named. What is her name? Oh, boy. It's this lady who smashes cans with her jugs. (laughs) (laughs) Tim just walked in at that moment and was delighted. Her name is Busty Heart. And she was on France's Got Talent. And she smashes cans. <laughs> she smashed a watermelon with her big old tits. Oh, my God. Wait, I got to write her name down. Yeah, what is Busty it? Busty Heart. It's pretty easy to remember that. I was just yeah. nervous I'd get it wrong. Um, Shout out to Busty Heart. Busty Heart. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe these big old tits. I can't got. wait to go watch that. All right. Then we okay. have Kylie on the cover of Forbes. This was huge. This got a ton of traction and really became a like a Twitter thing too because yeah. uh, because there was some like yahoo post that, that was like what have you done what were you doing what have you done with your life so far trying also, to finger wag they call her a self-made billionaire self-made Which, is an yeah. interesting word yeah because she <laughs> is self-made it's <laughs> not the word you know what's interesting about it is no she's not self-made in that like she came from nothing right but like we call so many people self-made who are coming from very rich families who like start their own thing. I really like I'm taking issue with people unfairly. Like I just feel like I hear people calling out women mm. or people of color mm-hmm. more for things that white men get Never. a complete applause for. I think that's super fair. I mean, here's the thing. At not the- saying that she is self-made. I'm no. just saying if she were a white man and someone said it, I don't think we'd bat the same eyelashes. No. I think in general, Kylie is, it's like Kylie is almost just more easily, for her business success, Kylie is so easily hateable beyond all the rest of them. Like she ser- serves as such a target, which is why it was so savvy and why they're geniuses because she built an empire off of fake lips and that was mm-hmm. like how it all started and it's so clever and like and to double down on it that young and be like cool with it like yeah. those are things that are like bold and crazy and like big choices and you even know? if like she had a couple hundred thousand dollars given to her which i think it wasn't it was like from her modeling or blah 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 right but let's say that let's say that but she still has parlayed it into a brand that that truly like eclipses what her siblings are doing also, also like, i was ahead. saying this to you that like Take what, so we have uh, an article with everyone's like net worth. Oh, and yeah. if you take Courtney's net worth, which is estimated around 35 million. So go take Kylie's, go subtract 800 million, go subtract 35 million from 800 million. And that's like, 
she's still that much like yeah because courtney no courtney's not self-made she's just <laughs> take 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 but if she's doing that much better than courtney you can't say she hasn't done anything i mean because courtney is the epitome of doing nothing yes and so and like that 35 million is shocking to me yes. i mean it's like of course they're like no one's gonna they're all making have signed insane contracts even yes. if it was the show alone and she had not had a single endorsement she would have a ton of money from the show and like or 900 million i mean like that that's a one also you know it's it's really crazy the thing that i always forget too with the younger with kendall and kylie love them or hate them is it's like these are the windows that of age-wise where you're like fucking up a bunch and yeah. like get it going out and making Getting really crazy a lot <laughs> Like the amount that like they I the the amount I follow one of those accounts that's like pop culture I think it's called like pop culture died in two thousand seven or something like that mm-hmm. or it's one of those and it's like my favorite era of just like celebrity hedonism oh, of like when like Paris and Lindsay Lohan and Britney and they were all out at the club and I've talked about it on the podcast before and like to just remember how much like that was that's normal that's like what everyone that's what young rich people do especially in LA and like party they go out they show their vagina they show their vagina remember the summer of crotch shots I was just thinking that and remember wasn't it it was like never ending crotch shots though we're like it felt like it felt like the thing it was just like just like one lady getting out of a car with her vagina completely bare no one was wearing underwear and Not they all had such short, like just like smooth, silky smooth little starlet <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> we saw them all. We saw them all. Oh god, I I miss that time so bad. Anyways, I could talk about it forever. But um, it's really uh this I I love seeing you know I love when these ladies get recognized for how how hard they work because it's a thing that people like to discredit. Also, yes, yes, they are very privileged and like they started with a huge absolutely. Yeah, but I mean every other business you've ever scene started with someone helping them like yeah. i was like i couldn't call myself self-made do you know how many times oh my, my parents have had to bail me out oh God, i am the furthest and like from not self-made. to like I, not that my parents are middle class like to have to be like oh i can't I, like when my car died last year like, mommy can you co-sign like you know like we're very lucky we have nice parents we have very good parents uh also travis scott is worth eight million dollars oh, he better baby. be so nice to <laughs> kylie he better be so nice it is so fascinating all these women who their male counterparts are so much poorer in quotes yeah um all right where okay. you want to go next i love i think this chris one is worth talking about well what's unfortunate about it is we're recording a bit early this week and oh, the interview is on tonight, tonight. And it's like on Fox News, right? Yeah, it's with Harvey Levin, the devil himself. That's it. Sorry. (laughs) So Kris Jenner. So by the time this goes up, everyone will have seen it. But she does an interview um, about all things Kris, which I do really want to watch. But some uh, with Harvey Levin and some quotes made it out beforehand. Some little teasers. Teasers. And it was interesting. And she talks about um, she talks about a lot about Robert Kardashian. And and I got to read some. Stop talking about. She said um, she's talking about how they divorced in 1991 after her affair with a professional soccer player. And after that happened, um, Robert cut off her credit cards and she says, quote, I didn't have anything. I went to the market one day and my credit card didn't work. I had a market credit card and I'm like, I can't even buy a tomato, which is a sentence 
I love. And she says, I married Robert when I was 22 years old and I got pregnant on my honeymoon. I had the happiest life you could have dreamt about. But when you're in something, sometimes people think the grass is always greener. And that was what I think I went through at some point. And then she says, the one regret, if I had to do it over, would be divorcing Robert Kardashian, which I like gasped when I read that. But then because she says, she, it was like right as I was gasping at reading it, she says, but then there wouldn't have been Kendall and Kylie. So that's the way I look at that. I don't have a lot of regrets. And I was like, hmm. I don't have any grits except for this one big one. Oh, wait. And uh, then that, none oh, of the Oh, wait, regrets. hang on. That brought me two daughters. Never mind. I didn't say that. Uh, so <laughs> honestly, literally $90 million a year <laughs> yeah. I get from just one of them. I know. <laughs> it was like, she clearly, that you read that sentence and it's Am like. Am I doing the math right? She gets $90 million a year. Yeah, for, 10%. 10%. <laughs> right? 10% of 900. Oh, my God. But I just. <laughs> or I mean, is it 9 million? <laughs> No, 10% of 900 should be <laughs> nine. Wait, let's no, maybe you're right. Hang burp, on. Burp, I'm burp, truly burp, pulling burp, up the calculator. Burp, 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 burp. Listen, this isn't a math podcast. Hey, I'm not doing math. Okay, 900 <laughs> million. million. Three more zeros. Oh, 900 <laughs> million times 0. 0.10? Yes. 0.1 equals. 90, 90 million i, I read that right. as ninety thousand. wow i'm really bad at math I, 90 I was million right. you're right. right you're right guys thank you for I'm bearing with a genius uh <laughs> come to me with all your tax questions uh, we just rolled up our sleeves and got those little clear visors yeah. so we're here for all your needs <laughs> um no i just i you know the way we always talk about how robert the ghost of robert kardashian looms so large and it's like i've never heard her that succinctly just be like i regret divorcing Robert right yeah. and it's like I mean we could infer as much especially in a post Caitlyn world in her world but like and Corey Gamble just like running around <laughs> sweeping up after her that yes. she like clearly misses uh, how do you pay someone and have sex with them without going I to me to be- jail <laughs> Uh, maybe it's coming maybe the next wave will be the cory gamble wave of me too's who've been taken advantage I'm of i'm sure he's already signed a nda the, the greatest he probably NDAs. signed something that said he wants to have sex with her. <laughs> yes. an affidavit i love it all day every time she's like how are you tonight honey here's your here's your paperwork <laughs> she folds his money and puts it in his little coin purse <laughs> oh. um okay keeping it moving um what you what do we want to talk about do, do, do. I, I think that this um this was interesting to me we'll talk about it really quick but kim a week more than a week ago posted a a little sassy gram um and i'm curious just to talk about it. there's an old maybe a lot to make of it but she just posted a picture of herself and she's drinking a can of dole pineapple juice she's sitting in like a marble house and the caption just says, Google the benefits of pineapple juice, pineapple emoji. Um, and it made me laugh because <laughs> what? Because it, I truly was like, I looked at it. And then the thing is, then you go Google it, which I don't know if you did, but immediately. And it was funny because I did I, not. I, this all is I a- had to start doing, you could tell, like, because she has, you know, 900 million followers or whatever. Like really soon after the post went up, I started typing in benefits of like it was like b-e-n and the like i barely typed it and clearly everyone was googling it at the same time because because of her uh i have heard this before yeah so it's basically it's that it uh it's primarily that it makes your body taste good right that's like the whole thing so high in sugar right so in terms of like 
I it makes your vagina makes your vagina taste back to vaginas. I, I, I remember back in the day before podcasting, and we listened to radio shows. Oh yes, Loveline. Loveline. I used to listen to Loveline yeah, a lot. Me too. Me too. They obsessively. Would t- obsessively. I love Dr. Drew and Adam mm-hmm. Carolla before they birth both became bad people. I couldn't agree with you more. Dr. Drew is fine. He just fine. is like such a star fucker. Yeah. And then Adam Curl is truly a bad guy. Awful. Yeah. One of the worst like misogynist. We should have known shithead. from the man I mean, show. we did know. Yeah, we knew. Um, but Jimmy that show Kimmel, was special. I hope you've really distanced yourself from him. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're, if you have spunk that tastes spunk. bad, drink some pineapple juice. I mean, it was just a funny. So I guess she's like, she's just like she's letting us know what like, Kanye's sh- tasting. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, kind of like with her legs spread, showing you. It's pretty racy, and I love it, uh, especially because Kim sucks lately, and so it was a nice little point. I gave her a little something l- to see. I gave her a little point. I was like, fun, little fun. winky, not a gross appropriation, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um, yeah but I wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> um. Okay, Uh, so Kendall Jenner is dating Ben Simmons. What is this story? I was truly, I felt like a million years old trying to follow this. Yeah, so um, do you understand? Seems as if um, she doesn't really want people to know anything about her dating life, but she's dating an NBA player named Ben Simmons. Oh yes, Um, she doesn't like attention, and so there's been so Ben Simmons' ex is Tanashi. Yes, uh, and some drama Tanashi. Uh, there's been some drama with Tanashi and Ben and it's kind of like looping Kylie in and like she definitely they, doesn't want there to was be. like the rumor is that there was overlap and that he dumped her he dumped Tanashi to be with Kendall um, and so yeah so it seems like what's going on is that she's kind of dragging Kendall is that like what's going on be over the Ben thing seems like it. i don't know why did i even start talking about this no it's just, just funny like a dummy this is like uh it's just funny to me because i this is exactly where i start feeling so like murky and i'm like oh yeah okay now i'm gonna look up who Asanashi dated okay ben simmons okay calvin harris oh wow ty dolla sign okay oh, okay those are all the big rap like the big famous people. Okay. Like Calvin Harrison, Ty Dollar Sign. I see. So the way that the, the this story is on L.com and the way they're kind of framing it is that Kendall is really trying to keep this romance with Ben Simmons under wraps a la Taylor Swift and her boyfriend. And she wants it to be a secret and that she's pissed because Makes reports work. are going around um, about like uh, talking to t- people are talking to TMZ and saying that there's a lot of overlap and blah, 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 blah. So. Oh, yeah. Kendall, s- Kendall is not having it. All right. We got Northwest went to design camp this week. Oh, my God. This melted my heart. How cute is she? God, she- this outfit. Guys, you got to look this up or maybe we'll post the pic. Yeah, she the five year old went to a fashion show at her design camp. She's been attending with a friend where the kids get to design their own dresses and clothing. So. There was a big show last Friday for all the kids to reveal their designs to their moms and dads. Mm. Isn't that cute? Uh, so I didn't know this was a thing. Yamara, our friend, friend of the podcast, um, her daughter, Reagan, who's nine, she did a thing like this. She did like an entire summer camp that was mm-hmm. fashion design. She wants to be a fashion designer. And she like has Some a little girls I used to babysit uh, the same thing. And 
uh, would always do like a fa- like I'd always see videos of the fashion show. Oh my god, it's like a thing. For some reason, it never occurred to me that it's you really could learn cute. as a little girl, or that they would be able to like. But she like l- made patterns and dresses and like design stuff. It makes me so happy. Very cute. She's so creative. She's wearing this in the it's photo. Not you- really a, a Yeezy look. No, it's the opposite. It's mm-hmm. really colorful. She has this kind of florally printy dress. Like tea dress kind of, but then and like a sparkly looking choker and then this fuzzy vest that looks like it's made of like like monster fur, like a raver fur sleeveless. Yeah, she's vest. a raver. It's so cute though. She's I, a cute kid. Oh my gosh! Cute. So she, Kim was at Be- Beautycon today. Oh yes, I know. If I'm so curious if anyone went. Oh my gosh! And well, we're obviously we're recording on Sunday, so she was at BeautyCon, and on the way there, North was with her. Yes, I saw this. Oh my god, it was so cute. She's like, "North's my date today." North is just kind of looking at her like, "You dumb bitch." <laughs> North is as over Kim as we are. It's the look, the like seething, just seething's not even it. It's it's not even that high of an she, emotion. No, she's it's not just mad. like it's just, just like, like it's like why are you no. Talking? It's her eyes are like. The true, they remind me of the like emoji to the two little emoji eyes that are going side eyes of just like, mm. no, no, yes. thank you. Not right now, mom. No. Yeah. Oh, and can you imagine that like one day that kid's going to be grown and even more annoyed with her mom? I can't wait. I can't wait to see who she becomes. Um, Perfect. Should we hop in this episode? Sure. Uh, let's see. We also have some emails. <gasps> read an email to me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read you some emails. Um, because there is something we got emailed about, um, more than once. Oh yeah. And I do think it is worthy of discussion. Tell it to me, sister. Um, Okay. It's loading. But basically some people reached out to us to let us know that a video had been, and I saw this, a video was posted by both, uh, Chloe, maybe Kim. I can't remember who all uh, who all posted it, but it was a link to Food God, mm-hmm. a YouTube channel that Food God Chebin, good old Chebby Chebin, uh, had made, and it's apparently he has like an entire YouTube channel. We got to talk about this video. Um, so I'm going to read one, the the most recent email we got about it because uh, the subject line is very funny, and it's called. Subject is, I've got a chebby, dot, dot, dot. Hi, ladies. First of all, I'm sorry for the subject line, but I couldn't help myself. I remember especially when Jessica became slightly obsessed with Chebin, slightly, uh, a while back. I would always think to myself, when you have a new Food God-related news item, you could say, you had a chebby. Maybe if it was a small news item, it would be a half cheb. And then she has the little emoji of the monkey covering its eyes. Okay, down to business. Chloe posted a link to this video in her Instagram stories the other day. And guys, it is horrific. Is this what they're all like? I truly only had the energy to watch this one. Watching it kind of felt like what I imagine it's like to drop a little acid and then go to Vegas in the daytime with people I already hated. It's kind of long, so I understand if you don't want to watch the whole thing or any of it at all, but I had to share and ask a few questions. Who is the chick in the video and why on earth is she hanging out with him? Maybe it's for the free crazy food. Come to think of it, I'd probably do the same if the food was good enough. They definitely planted those few people who recognized him slash wanted a picture with him. I'm confident about this one. What do you think the Kardashians think when they see this? As you've wondered aloud in the past, what on earth does he have on this family that they would even go so far as to promote this? 
Four, didn't Chebin have a legit PR business? Just what happened? I'm sorry, this is a bit long. And of course, you don't have to answer all these questions. Just some food for thought. I love your podcast so, so much. I started re-listening to all your old episodes while you were gone last week. And it's been a damn delight. It's been a great little companion to my day in the good times and bad. I hope you're both having a great week. And that I have something less bizarre to email you about next time. Much love, Sarah. Okay. Okay, so uh, to I'm, be totally honest, I couldn't watch more than like it's two crazy. i watched a minute and a half and i thought i was like having a seizure it's real okay so this Marcy has it pulled up right now i'm pulling it up uh it's so the hold on what is her name is rochelle it's like rashi or like i don't know the girl i don't know who she is and we could do some research and find out but i don't know her but um I, it's like edited basically like a I guess how you would define like modern YouTube editing yeah. and it's like really jump cutty with like crazy graphics and sound effects and like it is truly a horrifying horrifying display and Chebin is like non-stop talking yeah and it is just maybe the worst thing you could ever watch I mean he is being so insane and it's like guys guys, guys this is guys. my favorite I'm the first person I have posted about this cup of ice cream I made this famous food god baby food god and it's like <laughs> could anything be worse than this persona no okay so her she's a f okay I think her name is Rasha Al Rafay, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, and she doesn't have a lot of followers. This is the woman who's in the video with him. No, who's like she's saying she's a fashion designer. She has nine hundred eighty followers on Instagram. Oh, that's not much. Good for luck <laughs> um, in life. <laughs> I don't know anything about her, but she's with him in the video. Who knows? I'm sure he was just like, "Yeah, I have a hot girl with me." I mean, it's smart because it's definitely something else to look at than his crazy fucking face. You know, I, when I, I asked Jess earlier to like look how many subscribers does he yes. have? Because YouTube like. I my job before this one was working on a YouTube show. That's my whole job. Uh, and I was working for uh, working with uh, Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart. Yeah. They each have like millions, millions each uh, subscribers. Granted, they're real deal YouTube, but you would think an actual like like TV inner, personality, inner circle Kardashian, inner circle. Yeah, he has twelve thousand subscribers. Ooh, buddy. What's happening? Ooh, and also on that video, which ev every single one of his friends that was famous linked to only had 40,000 views. It's so bad. Oh, but you, that's Sarah, bad whenever very famous people are plugging you. I know. It means he like really either begged for it or Sarah's point in the thing we've talked about. He's got something. And I don't I think they just like an ass kisser. I think they love him. And I think that like he was with them from the beginning yeah. and they're really loyal. And it's probably connected to your Joyce Spinelli's and all the stuff we were talking about before. And that I'm sure they are in the most predatory zone of their life in terms of like so many of the relationships they have. Yeah. Not to say that we know that that's what happened with all those other people. But like Chebin has been there. Like he is annoying and he's the worst and he's mortifying. But like also a thing we talked about a bunch when the season comes back, I'm sure we'll remember like so many of the men on the show are gone and or cut out. And so he remains like he begins one, to be yeah. a major player in their lives. He's just such a bizarre person. God, guys. And this screaming, Bob be like, I'm going to eat a thousand dollar waffle. Guys, gold fondue. This is crazy. Oof. Woof. I don't want to eat gold. How can he? I think he's like 50. But you know what I want, though? What? A lobster roll. <gasps> I had one in Cape Cod. Ugh, oh, that's where God. you have a lobster roll. Yes. 
I had a lot of lobster. That is where you have them. I want one so Ooh, that like, made me hungry. The middle of summer, me mm. want to eat a lobster roll. We should look up where to get one. Okay, let's do this uh, episode. Let's just fuck. Never mind. Let's never let's do go. this. Okay. Uh, All right. We got season two, episode eight, The Kardashian Family Vacation. Which is this cliffhanger. It's part two of the To Be Continued from last week. <gasps> so basically, they're all in Breckenridge, Colorado. That's right. Kim and her sisters got into a fight last week because Over them. she got a Bentley, Bentley. And they are so Bentley. fucking rude. They ruined her moment. Also, we had a little seed seeding of uh, Bruce... Uh, Caitlin having a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Chris mm-hmm. had no idea. No. But this whole, like, I'd like to talk about the Caitlin midlife crisis yes. thing first. Yes. So, like, um, so the midlife crisis thing is like Caitlin's instead of skiing in Breckenridge, she wants to snowboard. Hit and very hip. And then like, which is like fine. She does get she picks it up really fast. Yeah, she's an amazing a, athlete. It was actually a good point. They say that like, well, yeah, because she's such a good athlete. Yeah, like she can pick up anything. And it was I was like, oh, duh. I forgot. Yeah. That's like a thing for all athletes for all of their lives. They're always good at everything. Yes. Uh, even people who just like I don't know like were really athletic in high school and like kept in good shape like yeah. uh, I have a friend that like used to be a swimmer and a softball player and she can do everything now yeah you're just like it's a skill you so have she's on the slope she's you know dressed too young or whatever right. making friends with like all these ski instructors so they have a scene where they where Caitlin has invited all these young men that work there that work the ski resort, the ski instructors to come party at their family cabin, at the family cabin that they're all staying what? in, including his, le- including like the tween daughters. Yeah. And like, yeah, this was, this was a very wonky, weird so little story. Weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, Did you get it. I mean, I think I always hate when I feel like this is a sloppagetti answer and it's annoying, but it's because it's about sloppagetti producing. And I think that they were like, okay, we got to get like this storyline of like midlife crisis. What would read? Oh, she wants to do this. Like she invites these younger guys for like a, a guy's night. And it, it just was like, and all the other like family members are all just kind of sitting around being like, I don't know what's happening. And also like, who are these guys that like, I mean, clearly they wanted to be on a TV show, but in the reality of the, if what's supposed to be happening, it's like, so a group of 19 and or 21 and 22 year olds wanted to party with a 50 year old and their family. I mean, I guess it's like, Yes, Caitlin's an Olympian. Yes, like that's maybe true, there's that's that true. aspect of it. But I was just like, I would be so suspicious if my husband brought eight twenty something of either gender home. Yes. I'd be like, "What's up, honey? <laughs> what are we doing?" And the amount of times she's like, "Pizza and beer," like saying it like wow. it's so like like as if there's any normalcy to like, yeah, you go you go skiing is and then you invite <laughs> everyone that works at the place you ski at also, to your, where you're staying. So Kim is upset in this episode, which we'll get back to, yeah. but she's just kind of alone in a hot tub. I was yes. like, what are the, and what, what is world is Kim Kardashian in a bikini in a hot tub alone? <gasps> and a bunch of like ski instructors are like, tell us about the Olympics. Oh my God. Mercy. Like, I was having the same thing. Cause it's supposed to be taking place simultaneously. And I, it plays so crazily. Like these no guys way. are like hanging with Kendall and Kylie 
and Caitlyn in a house when then there's Kim Kardashian walks by in a towel to go sit in a hot tub alone to like sulk. But she didn't really walk by in no. any shots. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's why I was bad like, editing. Yeah. I don't think that that's what was happening. Um, okay. So that was that. We don't understand it. I don't know. It I, is truly like, uh, like something's a brewing here, but it's going to take a long time. Oh, for the, the amount. Storm. The amount of just like seedlings that you feel planted it's it's amazing it's amazing to watch um i it's it's crazy but yeah so we have the continuation of this like trip with the basically the core of it is just this nasty sister fight and you what you see happen though is that at the beginning it's really like um court and chloe being shitty to kim and then the whole family they jump on so fast yes and it's like this thing where i was thinking about it and it's like i know what they're mad at and i know that thing where someone's like come to a thing and they don't want to be there and it's visible and it's hard and it's like hey man either be at the thing or don't and like right and like if you're like literally away on a vacation it's like well just let her play on her phone it's a vacation and also like we they have all the information it's not a secret that like yes two her two sisters are ganged up on her right and it's like the amount that like particularly chris and um caitlin like berate her it's also just very dated because it's like when you see the beginning of what is our current life which is it's so normal now for everyone to be on their phones when they're together but like do remember remember this period so so well and I remember parents getting mad and they are so mad at her for being on her sidekick and Caitlin is like well why don't you just leave then but Chris is being so shitty and then Chris takes Kim's phone and throws it behind her which makes Kim flip my god she gets so mad it's great she storms all around this cabin yes it's in her in her juicy suit and it's (laughs) I love I gotta tell you a rare treat in life is Kim in a juicy, a matching juicy suit. It just brings me real mid-aughts joy. It's such a fun time in life. I just love Ooh. it. And it really is like, it's like a mainline joy, like a pop culture, like coin. So like, this bing. really got me though. And so her mother throws her phone. So she's like, how would you like it if I throw yours in the toilet? And so she goes upstairs and gets Chris's phone and throws it off the balcony. And then they cut to, which has become one of my favorite gifts. Of Kim saying, it's what she deserves. Oh, my God. <laughs> With and her, like, like bouffant, her hair. And, like, <laughs> half, like, smirk smile. It's what she deserves. Oh, my gosh. It's great. It's then, a great scene. And then Caitlin's like, why don't you just go home? So Kim goes up to her room crying. They send Rob first. Rob, go kiss your sister. Go make out with Kim. And then they send <laughs> Kylie. And Chloe's like, tell Kim I have a Cartier watch. So Kylie's like... Kim, Chloe has the Cartier watch, and she's like, "Fuck that, funny, stop and she, it!" And Chloe's like, "I don't even know what a Cartier watch is." <laughs> Boy, <laughs> it's so rough. It's times have changed. It's so rough. I know. Now she could buy Cartier. I'm sure if she wanted to. Um, and yeah. then Courtney comes in and starts laughing at Kim crying, which is so so mean. fucked up. And I I know that's like a thing, and we all like this whole thing of like people who laugh when they're uncomfortable, and it's been Courtney's thing for so long. But it is rough because you can no, tell she says she cries, but she starts laughing because Kim's so ugly when she that's cries. Right. You're right. No, you're it's right. It's not even an uncomfortable. 
uncomfortable. And it's great because as she's saying it in the confessional, they cut to a tight shot of Kim crying, which is also a really big commoji now. Kim's I love again. This is what this family does. It's like from lip kits to the cry face emoji to like, don't be fucking rude. They are so good at like, like latching onto the things that we also latch onto and love. And that's fucking smart business, man. (laughs) They're being so mean. They're so they're So, so mean. But then the family does what is maybe the most exciting thing they've ever done is they went on a dog dog sledding. sledding. Did, okay, here's the question: Did it make you want to do that? Made me want to free the dogs. Okay, because I was having this exact thing where I was like, it looked like the most most fun, and also I was like, are these dogs enjoying this? I'm worried. Yeah, I don't think they were, but also I would still love to see some dogs. Yeah. So Kim didn't go because she's miserable. She and missed sick. out. She missed out. And then she decides on the phone with her boyfriend that she's just going to leave. And ooh, the way she does it is dramatic. The end <laughs> the way this episode ties up is so funny to me because yeah. it was meant to play like a little movie. And they the whole family comes back. Kim's door is closed. They all think she's in there napping. And then finally Chloe goes in because they're worried. And they find the note. A note. And the note is basically like, y'all are haters. <laughs> Thanks for the fun family vacation (laughs) and that she's leaving honestly jess this is so me (laughs) i was like that is me i mean how good that must have felt that is the kind of shit is a high i literally left my family on christmas day two or three years ago i was like can someone drive me to the airport which was an hour and a half away Can someone drive me to the airport? I'm leaving. They're like, today? Because I was supposed to stay another four days. Oh, that's right. And I was like, yeah, I'm leaving right now. <gasps> I love it. I was going to stay another six days. I was going to stay like, and I was like, I'm going now. And I made my family drive me to New Orleans. <laughs> but and I, my mom was crying. She oh, was so, and I was like, bye. I was oh, such a bitch. It, but here's the thing. Because they Uh, yelled at me. But the episode plays out what is true. And Uh that, like, sometimes that card is the card. Yeah. And for Kimmy. You play your hand. Kimmy, uh, it worked because she, uh, it rattled them. And the sisters were like, oh, we're mean. We were mean. We didn't mean to be mean. And we were mean. And then they feel bad. And they leave a bunch of, like, frantic voicemails. You know what? Sometimes leaving your family does work because let me tell you, I don't do Christmas with my family anymore. But when I go home, like my mom knows that like she saw the issue that I was having. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that like, I think the way that Kim behaves like in the last episode, she was being shitty about the Bentley and being a bitch, but it is really hard with family. The idea of like, having it's not a group of friends that you can handle in the same way like she had to go on that trip and she didn't want to be there and that that feeling of like having to we were just talking about it before before this like that feeling of like family obligation is so tough and sometimes you can just like especially with this family because they're big and loud and there's a fucking camera crew there and if you're kim i'm sure especially at this point i was thinking at this point in the show like how hard is it for her? I mean, she screamed it at Chloe about like, you're just jealous. Yeah. But I'm sure if you're her at this point too, like shitty or not, she's like, I'm the fucking reason that yes. we're ha- we're all here. Yeah. So you guys can get with the program or not. Like, I'm sure that is literally like what part of what she's trying when she's like, all I do is do nice things for you guys. It's like in her mind, I'm sure at this point, it's like, I am the reason like this is it. We yes. all know it. 
and like but it's also for the rest of them they're like well yeah but you're also our shitty sister that we're mad at and we're allowed to be normal sisters you know and i'm sure like they're more mad at her because like like also when they wait i just want to go back when they get there chloe's like where's the princess gonna sleep and i was like you know she's gonna get her own room because she makes all the money dummy dummy she's a queen you're not treating her like a kid kim's a princess.com yeah so (laughs) but i'm sure like that it is like none of this is happening without me anyway i thought it was very funny that chris said i think courtney and chloe realized they've gone too far and i was like you threw her phone Chris, we you were. I know you were drunk, but we weren't. Yeah. And we remember. Chris has a wine glass in her hand the entire episode. It's very funny. But when Kim, when Kim decides to give up, I don't know why. Also, like her, like pulling her luggage through the snow to uh, a bus terminal. It's. I was like, this would never happen. Now I was losing it. I literally wrote in my notes. Ha 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 bus station. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, I was said I said uh, I wrote my notes that a private jet would land on the house (laughs) and flatten it out. (laughs) The idea of Kim Kardashian (laughs) in a bus station in the snow is so funny. Reggie's not the wasn't the one for her. He would let her. If Kanye knew she wanted to leave, Kanye would have made sure that someone went to pick her up. If he couldn't be there himself, he would make someone take a limousine I out mean, and like pick hold her hand while she walks through the snow like it did make me laugh though before she went before she left when she was crying and rob was trying to help and he was being so sweet he like went and got her suitcase and it made me laugh because it was these huge suitcases and he drags this big one in and she's like on the bed she's like no wrong case <laughs> it's the other one it's long and he's like <sighs> yeah. what, what you do for the love of your life but like but just even in that moment like she's just still like no <laughs> so like yes yeah, she decides at the bus terminal that it's gonna take honestly what happened was she's like i'm not gonna get home till like tomorrow i'm not yes. gonna sleep at a bus terminal i'll go home but when she walks in she the her confessional uh whatever thing says she goes everyone's so excited to see me <laughs> i am definitely <laughs> feeling the love <laughs> everyone's so excited to see me but i'm telling you that's to sometimes that's the card you know that was the card and then they all had fun and played games and then chloe was like packing kylie around like a (laughs) chloe is always packing a child on vacation she's always like carrying some kid (laughs) thank god she has her own child now oh my god we didn't talk about this but we did a little bit over instagram with trish that True has pierced earring, pierced oh, ears. Oh yes. You know what? I know a lot of people pierce their baby's ears. Yes. I don't love it. Oh, I've never been into it. I don't like it because it's like permanent, and that kid doesn't get to decide. Well, and here's it's just my like question: painful. Is, it's body modification, which is like, yeah, such a tough choice to just it's make for another human. Diamonds in that baby's ears. But like, do we kind of agree that it is primarily to show, or historically at least, has been to so that people know that it's, it's a, a girl. girl, and like that to me, and maybe that's not the case anymore. But I think based, you could make the argument, let's say, that based on our understanding of Chloe's gender brain Mm -hmm. how she the way gender functions for chloe that i feel like that's probably why which is funny because that's a very famous baby and we all know it's a baby girl which you know but it's i'm not about that for chloe you know yeah and it's like that's why she has like the headband with a big bow on it it's like i i don't we do such like shitty things to 
boys and girls before they're it's crazy even old enough to understand how uh, you know well it's about the it's about yeah, the parent how, right it's about the parent and their fears and what they're projecting but and like what so they need much more than that because it's like societal and like yes it's like telling little girls like that they can't play a certain way on a playground and like putting them in dresses just like you know, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch Nanette. I was just thinking that. It was just as she you were talking. T- she talks about it it's on amazing. her special. And like, it's like, can't we give them seven years before we put all of our bullshit on these kids? It's She articulates it along with literally everything. And it's amazing. Um, so, I mean, I guess if you pierce your kids ears, fine, whatever. I don't do think it's you. the pain that I don't like. It's the forcing your kid into like a specific gender role and like, the way they look. I mean, that's why you, it's I've like, real- just like, what's how insecure are you? Well, and it's like- why I've reeled about it before. Like, I I have a hard time when kid when moms make their kids like cool. Yeah. Like, give them. I've talked about like Gwen Stefani's sons when they were little, and like giving them like little faux hawks and mohawks and stuff. And it's like, I get it, and I get it as far as like her and her branding and stuff. But to me outside of gender which is a a huge it's the priority conversation but there's also this part of me as someone who also struggled so much with like really weirdly wanting to be cool and thought of as cool like the idea that like even as a kid that's like the window of your life you should just not even have to think about like are you fashionable like what like a kid should have no concept of like fashion and what is hip and likable and it's literally like my favorite thing is seeing a kid in like mish mismatched crazy yeah, a kid that like dresses themselves yes and that you can tell and it's like oh that's that person's expression like north i'll buy all day because i'm like yeah like i hope they didn't pierce her ears but also kylie's baby stormy got her ears pierced too oh so it's like their family thing but also just like don't be piercing your baby's ears i couldn't agree with you more bud i couldn't i mean i got my ears pierced when i was like in elementary then i let them close up then i did it again when i was 13 which like was fine it hurt a little and it was but i was glad to be like let me choose this totally and i never wear earrings now it's the dumbest thing i don't know why i have holes in my ears i think most women at least our age like that's the way that is you know that like and it was a rite of passage and it's a thing you like really wanted in middle school uh, and then, yeah. And then most of the time I wear a lot of earrings, but most, I feel like m- lots of people don't, but, uh, but most women have ear holes. Yes. Like it they have the piercings. Cause I wonder if like y- young people tell us like, do people still go to like Claire's in the mall? Like oh, that's like sure the only that. place I knew that any, you would ever go get that done. It was I'm like, sure. They're all like Claire's boutique getting their little studs. Right. Well, for a while I did have gauged ears. Can you imagine? Marcy! Yeah, mm-hmm. I truly can't imagine. It was like as big as like a a, a racer on a pencil. Like you I, put will a pencil you find photos it. of this for me? It was such a short time period. I wonder if I have some. I would love to see that. It was like when I was like nineteen. <gasps> my God, we need to have like a photo swap, and I'll bring. I'll show you my black dyed box hair. Oh, when I worked at a record store, and I was tough. Oh, was a, I I was a bad bad. You want to know when girl. I gauged my ears when I was working at Disney World. <laughs> I was like living in Florida. My roommate should die. Used her tongue rings, Ooh. her old tongue rings that she cleaned as like the way to like gauge. Up. And she did it. And every few days she'd give me like a new thing to like spa- to get like bigger and bigger holes. And I was doing it so fast. I like r- basically like went from like a, a 12 gauge to a zero. And Does it like, hurt? Yeah. So it's like just stretching, your, stretching skin. your skin. And I would just like put so. Uh, I'm so lucky that they went back. 
I think it's because they didn't have them in long. Ooh, Marcy, what a huge reveal. I had no idea. (laughs) My mom was like, what did you do your ears? It's gross. I mean, I'm very cool. My mom was so cool with everything until I got a tongue ring. And then both my parents were like, that's nasty. And we know what that's for. And in in retrospect, I'm like, you couldn't be more right. It's It's the grossest. Right. I mean, yes. (laughs) That's why people get them for dicks. I mean, I think I just thought it was like the ultimate that's badass not why tattoo. You got it, but it was like that's me- what it's for. I right? think it reads culturally as that for very obvious reasons, <laughs> and it is so gross. And all I did was absentmindedly like click it around against my teeth, and it, luckily it was a short-lived period. It's horrifying. <laughs> I hate thinking about it. It makes me feel squeamish. Um, that's it. That's it, guys. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, check out our Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page. As always, email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Um, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Do you ever feel like you need to talk about Britney Spears? Because I do. I'm Jen Zabrowski, and I'm the host of We Need to Talk About Britney. Every episode, I'm breaking down Britney's life and works, but mostly life, with pop stars, former TRL hosts, actors, writers, and comedians, all while trying to figure out why I'm so obsessed with Britney Spears. Listen to We Need to Talk About Britney every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Campfire. Campfire.